Hello and welcome to the Seems Legit Podcast, hosted by your favorite crap beer drinking, whiskey sipping, bourbon appreciating, sushi eating, steak craving, speedo wearing, tell it like it is, poker playing guitarist, the dude himself, the dude Sonny D. I want to thank you all so much for the continued and growing support here on the Seems Legit Podcast. And thank you all so much for tuning into this episode of the Seems Legit Podcast. It has been a fucking while, my friends, since I've done an episode, uh, but... Uh, nonetheless, I am back uh, from a nice little semi-break uh, from the podcast, uh, just enjoying dad life with my little guy. Uh, five months old now, like it's it's amazing. Uh, five months old, but he seems like he's been here forever. Uh, but uh, nonetheless, just enjoying every single second with him. It's 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 really been a blessing. Uh, I can't be thankful enough for hit that little guy, but. Anyway, he, uh, yeah, so been doing that. I'm back. We got shit to talk about. Uh, I've got to sneeze right away. <coughs> Pardon me. Uh, I will pr- try and edit that out. Uh, but anyway, uh, yes, uh, we are back. We got uh, shit to talk about. So let's start talking. Live hockey appears to be back. Vegas appears to be uh mounting their comeback, building their comeback, setting themselves up uh, for uh, post-COVID. I wouldn't say that it's anything close to pre-COVID yet. Um, From what I hear and understand, uh, I could be wrong. But uh, just from what I've been following on Instagram and stuff, it seems like they're building up and things are picking back up. Uh, But again, a lot of things in place, social distancing, uh, mask mandates. Apparently there's some lines, uh, whatever it is. But Vegas is Vegas. Vegas... I knew they'd get through this, um, and they have, and are positioning and looking to get uh, on the other side of this. Um, And the big thing there is live poker being announced um, in a big, big way over the last week. Uh, But uh, nonetheless, the World Series of Poker decided they were going to announce that they are doing a twofold World Series of Poker this year, um, a set of bracelet events, uh, one being an online summer um, extravaganza, uh, and then coming back with live poker in the fall. Um, This was a big, big, big move as they kind of are the industry leader uh, in live poker. And I think for them to take that first step in moving forward in uh, coming in with a schedule for live poker or plan to, they haven't announced their schedule yet. They've said that they're having some events, um, including what I believe is a 25k horse event um, right at the beginning, uh, which I think is going to be big um, and is good for the brand. It'll bring in a lot of name brand players, a lot of those top players, a lot of people that get there that kind of go for the tourist, at, you know, at, um, aspect of it. Sorry, there was a stumble over my words. Um, the tourist aspect of the World Series of Poker. Uh, they get this chance now to kind of see some of their heroes, uh, some of these players that they see on TV. Uh, they w- should be there. Um, but also I think it, it's a good move for the industry in that other places have now followed suit. Um, so forgetting the ones that have already kind of happened and are ongoing, um, Venetian has uh, announced their full schedule. Uh, it's not just anticipate, but the actual schedule for their summer deep stack championship, which is actually getting right around the corner at the beginning of May. Um, hard to imagine that we are already midway or mostly through April, not even midway through April. We're mostly through April. Like we're going to be down four months of 2020, like for something that was supposed to be six weeks that a lot, you know, there's a lot of talk early on about six weeks. We're four months into April of, or 
four months into the next year. Let's put that kind of into perspective. Sorry, I know it sounds like I'm I'm sick. I just sneezed. A, well, you guys heard the huge sneeze, uh, and my nose is now uh, mildly congested. Uh, very dusty here. Uh, also, I've been doing a lot of yard work. Uh, allergy season, uh, but I do find being outdoors now and camping has been really good for my allergies. So there is definitely something for spending time outside and uh, hopefully trying to battle your allergies uh, or overcome your allergies rather. Uh, with that being said, allergy season can be hell for some people. Uh, it used to be awful for me, and I mean, I still struggle, but not nowhere near uh, what it once was. And uh, but regardless, uh, yes, that contributes to uh, the sneezing. But uh, yes, live poker uh, with the Venetian announcing their deep stack thing, which is supposed to go well into July, if not August. Uh, World Series of Poker, or yeah, Venetian is May to August. World Series of Poker is end of September to November. Uh, so it'll be interesting to see how this kind of shapes up and impacts other kind of players in this market now. Um, again, I, sh- I could check Planet Hollywood's Twitter. Uh, that wouldn't, that's about, that's not a bad place to start. Uh, but, um, with the emergence of Bally's and what they've been doing with poker tournaments uh, through December and into this year, um, having their kind of little circuit there or ser- or poker series, uh, they've entered now the market. Uh, and then you also had the kind of staples and the other kind of emerging ones as well. So it'll be interesting to see how a lot of these play out um, over the coming weeks if they start to announce schedules, if they all kind of overlap, if they kind of carve out little chunks of the next of the rest of the year, right? It might be interesting to see if uh, some of them decide to, you know, go against the World Series there and kind of battle and do, you know, try to hopeful not battle, I shouldn't say that. That's the wrong way to approach it. But kind of feed off of the uh, momentum of the World Series. That's the bigger thing, is they feed off it. A lot of players, you know, you can't, you know, you're there to play one World Series event, but you'll play some other ones at some of the other venues. That kind of crowd, um, you know, so you'll see which hotels try to kind of feed off of the World Series, uh, which ones try to space out uh, or branch out. Uh, Venetian kind of has their own thing, their own kind of following of players, uh, as does the win. Um, Also, too, um, those two venues specialize in Hold'em in Omaha. So you're not going to find Stud, you're not going to find Horse, you're not going to find any of the mixed games there. So they have their own kind of following of crowd, very nice rooms, very nice venues, uh, nothing against the place. Um, Actually, Venetian's probably one of my favorite places to play, if I'm being perfectly honest. Uh, but regardless, um, yeah, so you've got the other players, though, um, that when you start getting into the mixed games or or the variety of games, the wider variety of games, uh, you now have, like, the Golden Nuggets, you have the Binions, you have Planet Hollywood, you have Aria, you have the Orleans, which has emerged um, over the last couple of years as a big player in that field, and now you have Bally's in there, too, Um you do have the Bellagio Five Diamond, which is usually played end of summer, beginning of uh, fall. There, um, you know, so you do have some of these. You have the, I, I, I mean, the Aria Ten Ks and Daily Ten Ks. That's not really impacted by this because those are going to happen re- kind of regardless. Um, but some of these, you, are we going to see other people emerge? Are we going to see Bally, you know, Bellagio, for instance, maybe try to get in on it and be like, hey, maybe we have our own Bellagio Summer Series. Um, there, I could see there being a huge interest to that, especially the chance for some people to go down, play a lower buy-in tournament or a mid-stakes um, buy-in tournament at the Bellagio. Uh, one of, if not, yeah, probably one of the top five um, more famous um, hotels in Las Vegas. Um, beautiful place, has aged well. Uh, so, that could be something as well. 
Do you see some step out? Maybe has plan how to step out? I don't know that they would because I think they've had a poker room this entire... Like, they've operated a room through COVID, but I'm not sure about that. But it'd be hard to imagine them stepping out. Um, but I could see, like, a Binions maybe, or maybe they try to come back with a big push. Uh, you know, that Fremont Street there, you got uh, Binions and the Nuggets. So it'll just be interesting to see when... Um, they try to have it and again it caters to your crowd too depends how far we are in vaccinations depends on uh, people's willingness and ease of travel um, quarantining requirements it also depends on wh what this means for social distancing too like <coughs> some of the things that i worry about where i don't know about um and, and have thought about are what's registration going to be uh, what is registration going to be like um, especially like at the Venetian at the Wynn and stuff what's it like now I'd love if somebody could let me know that'd be great uh, please reach out over Instagram at the dude sunny D uh, I would love to know more as to how that process is working because I could just imagine with social distancing with limited capacity like registration lines um, must be a bit of a nightmare right now but um, and especially if you're trying to have all these people come down I don't know. I think we'd have to be further along maybe in the loosening up of things. Now, I have heard or read reports that the idea is to have Vegas open in full capacity, full swing by June. Um, that's um, very ambitious, um, incredibly so. Uh, but, um, again, it could happen. Vaccine rollouts down in the States have been much faster than up here in Canada. Uh, I've... I I at one point got ambitious and I thought that I might be seeing my first vaccine dose hopefully by the end of April. Um, I'm still hoping I see that vaccine happening for me at some time in May, but I, I be, I've grown more and more pessimistic um, as time has gone uh, as time has gone on. Um, and we're still we're kind of experiencing now. We're getting into our third wave here. We're kind of in that in the peak of that third wave up here, um, especially with that new variant that uh, seems to have really um, hit hard in a lot of places. Um, Ontario's getting 4,400 new cases a day. Like, they had 4,400 a day. Their seven-day uh, average daily new cases is 4,300. Like, that's a lot of people when you think about it. So that means in three days, they'd probably had more than all of Manitoba had come on let's see let's see here i'm gonna i, I have to know this so i'm gonna go here to a site that, uh, that i know there's some all right here we go let's see here yeah so manitoba's had a total of 36 thousand cases during the whole pandemic we had 108 new cases today over seven days seven days ontario had almost three quarters of that in 28,000. yeah yeah, over 28,000. Like, just, oh my God. So, uh, we're kind of in the uh, in the midst of things up here. So, to make any kind of plans myself, sadly, I'm on the sidelines watching. But, you know, as I said, I got family first right now. And uh, the rest will take care of itself. But yeah, interestingly enough, yeah, it's, it seems to be full march ahead here um, when it comes to uh, Vegas and poker this year. So I'm excited to see what it means. As I said, I think I'm ambitious. I, I'm I'm optimistic that it's good for the, that's good for poker. Uh, what it means for me in 2021, I'm not as ambitious about or as optimistic. Uh, but in terms of for the 
the health of the community, the growth of the community, especially live poker and bringing it back. I'm, I'm, I am excited. I think seeing new players emerge like Bally's, like seeing Bally's come in with this series of mixed game events and the wide variety of games, like that's really exciting for the lower to mid stake players. Before you had to be like, okay, which of these games do I really want to play at the World Series? Okay, there's a $1,500 horse. Okay, that's the one I'll play. Or I'll play the $1,500 eight game, whatever it might be. And teach their own. Nobody has the right to shame you if that's all you can afford to play. Nobody has the right to, to, to shame you for that. Um, if it, you know, but um, this is now an exciting time. Because now you have, you know, players that were, you know, the ba- you know the bankroll dictates where you're gonna play. So if you have the bankroll to play at you know at Aria or Planet Hollywood, wherever it might be, now you have a new venue. So that's really exciting. It's a whole new opportunity to play those games. So that's that's really exciting if they stick around. And who else again might come into the picture? Um, but again, it doesn't. Um, what's happening down the states doesn't really correlate as much to what's happening up here in Canada. Cause we got our own issues, and um, I don't know what it would mean again for a place like Playground Poker. I don't know what it'll mean for the growth of poker in Canada. To be perfectly honest, um, I did see some rumblings uh, on the, the uh, internet this morning about uh, plans to open reopen the casinos in Manitoba, um, and uh, their plans involve digitizing some of the table games which um, could mean the loss of 100 casino employees. I know that we'd already downsized our poker um, here in Winnipeg. So again, that could be something that's hit. I don't know. Um, But again, if it gets people into the casinos, who knows? But uh, machines are always more profitable. At the end of the day, a machine is always more profitable. And, uh, you know, so we'll, we'll see what's happening up here. I would love coming out of this if Playground did offer a wider variety of games, especially in the tournaments. Uh, great place, beautiful venue, um, wonderful venue, actually. Um, can't say enough great things about Playground Poker. Um, but again, uh, most of the tournaments there are no limit hold'em with some Omaha variants in there, um, primarily uh, PLO, uh, which again, I don't mind. Uh, of the big big games, those are my favorite, uh, hold'em and PLO, and yeah, probably Deuce to Seven's in there. Deuce to Seven's a scarier game, though. Like Deuce to Seven is a tough game, uh, No Limit. Uh, it's a very tough game. That's a nerve-wracking game. Uh, it, and it's kind of funny. The best, the advice there is that basically everybody's just as as uneasy as you are. No matter how anxious you're feeling playing, everybody's feeling that. Don't let somebody fool you. It's a tough game. That's a game that everybody's anxious about. Um, but again, uh, just to maybe see some expansion there, but I, I don't know how it's going to look if there's going to be um, some downsizing in poker in Canada. But again, that could be an opportunity now for the States to pick that business up. Um, and I am excited for coming into 2022 maybe and moving out of that. Um, that's when we would see uh, some possible uh, growth um, and abilities to go down and take full advantage um, in what's happening in poker down in the States and down in Las Vegas. And I'm very excited. Um, with the new resort world, I don't know if they uh, are going to be having a poker room or not. I have not seen any news about that. I do know the the new Sahara, which used to be the SLS, which is not the former Sahara. Or was it the former Sahara? I'm not sure anymore how it works. But nonetheless, the Sahara, which is a new property in the, in the uh, grand scheme of things. Um, they... Uh, have a poker room so it'll be interesting to see if they maybe try to have some kind of poker series especially with resort world now coming in um 
and again the changing landscape now hard uh, not hard rock yeah the hard rock has now become uh virgin hotels uh they've advertised no resort fees from what i understand uh so again maybe that's something the uh, always controversial resort fee maybe that's uh <laughs> something where um where again maybe you see some competitiveness there where resort fees get trimmed or eliminated uh, maybe more promotional times where they say hey no resort fees if you book whatever um, something to drive up business uh, people are gonna be anxious to travel I think I think that's gonna be a big industry I think that's a huge industry coming out of COVID people have been locked in the cave for over a year they're gonna want to travel um, again not so excited about the the like I'm hoping things stick around from COVID and the biggest thing for me is cleanliness I very much hope that a lot of the measures that are in place stay. I like having the sanitizing wipe for my shopping carts. I like having hand sanitizer going into the grocery store. I hope planes are kept cleaner. I hope hotel rooms are kept cleaner. Um, you know, some of the things that, you know, in, in the grand scheme of our lives that are getting advertised as being cleaner now, you kind of took for granted and had to think to yourself, how fucking dirty was it to begin with? Like, how absolutely nasty were the airplane seats? How absolutely nasty were hotel rooms that, you know, now they now it's being advertised, oh, yes, we sanitize your remote, we sanitize this, we sanitize that. Well, wait a second. Like, is that an implication that it wasn't cleaned before? Because that's everything they said online, and that's heinous and hideous. And I just think personally, like, how many hotel rooms I've been in in my life and what I've touched... Oh my God. So I'm hoping the cleanliness, and I mean, we're all having that, ah, oh, gross moment right now. If, if somebody isn't, bless your heart. Um, but yeah, we're in that stage of yuck. And uh, I, I hope that's one thing that sticks around is uh, cleanliness. I really hope um, cleanliness standards stay high, but also the ability to stay clean um, is still presented. I think that would be a big step backwards if we were like, okay, we can be dirty again. I think that's, that's just a direction I don't want it to go in. Like I really have no desire to go back to a, let's be as dirty as we can. Like that's just not appealing to me, but anyway, uh, that's my little ramble. Uh, but anyway, yes, it's been a while since we had just talked, uh, you and me out there. So I thank you all so much for tuning into this episode. Uh, poker's on the comeback. Yay. Um, which doesn't mean there aren't some exciting things online for all of you online poker players. Uh, there, again, there is the summer WSOP, which is, uh, always exciting chance to win a bracelet online. Uh, I don't know if, do they, if they have the whole schedule up yet or not. Um, I could, I should check that out. Um, and live poker coming back. There's also the scoops going on right now on Poker Stars. Um, poker Stars has been having a wide variety of tournament series uh, during the pandemic, so that's been kind of nice as well. Um, some of the nice, the things that are nice about online poker is that you can buy into events for relatively little money, and if you're really disciplined about it, you can really make a, a, a relatively small online bankroll kind of last you a while and, and kind of build that discipline of understanding like hey i'm committing a day to this you know and it's been a while like there i just played one for fun which i mean the results showed i i you know i kind of messed around there i got eliminated um but i collected a bounty at the same time so haha and uh felt good about how you know felt good about playing and whatnot but i haven't played much poker at all but 
few months ago I had been and there was one event that were there was a few events that I played on poker stars where it was like yeah this is these are long grinds and it was like hmm you know like with the baby now and now the five-month-old baby like I don't know that I have necessarily eight hours to be sitting at a computer playing online poker but uh, regardless, for all you out there, there's there's a lot of poker to be played, a lot of poker being offered, and it's coming back. Live poker, so excited. Um, anyway, that's uh, me being the poker uh, nerd that I am. Uh, again, I thank you all so much for tuning into this episode of the Seems Legit Podcast. Uh, if you aren't already doing so, please follow me on both Twitter and Instagram at the dude Sunny D. I thank you so much for tuning into this episode. Take care and bye bye for now. <laughs>